0: Bo a a
1: bo a a a a a hello and welcome to this February third, twenty nineteen, episode fifty-five of Gaming Fix. Uh, we're all here on our gummy phones on this episode. Uh, I am your host, Andre Cole, on the gummy ship. Traveling around this world joined by one Alex hey,
0: I'm here. Even if you pre-order me on Steam, I'm I'm just gonna be in the epic store.
1: Oh. Ooh. Multiple platforms. Fancy. Can we can we buy you on Steam after you release?
0: I don't know. I'll have to wait and see.
1: Oh, okay. Wait and see. Ooh. I'd like a mystery. Uh, Alice and Saigan.
2: Hi, uh, I survived the polar vortex, and I think it's important to recognize that.
3: And all I got was the stupid T-shirt.
2: No, and all I got was just being bored First in my Kingdom apartment for a few days.
3: All she got was to play <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 1. Yeah. Oh. Oops. We'll get to that. We'll uh, get to,
2: we will get to that.
3: And uh, Pat Cotter. Uh, hello, do you think that if gummy ships were trains, they would be better?
1: Mm, you know, in the first kingdom hearts game, they may as well, like the first two, they may as well be trains.
3: Fair. Uh, we, Actually, we can I think get the trains on the sky have more mobility than the gummy ships in the first two kingdom hearts. Games. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can get to that
1: later as well. Um, but you know, we're, we're here to talk about video games. Uh, that's what we do here on, uh, gaming fix. So, uh, without, too much ado going forward or you know sometimes we talk about things that are video games i don't know what alex is going to talk about he's always surprising us sometimes it's a book an anime uh a postcard video game i don't know uh, has he ever talked about a postcard he received
2: no but <laughs> i, I, missed I, that I <laughs> uh
0: not on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, what would you like to share with the class this week? I got three oh. things this week, and one of which Ooh. is a completed game. So, Ooh. what do you want? This do you is want like a sandwich? Cross puzzle? No. Yeah. That, man, can you complete? I imagine it has to have an end, right? Yeah, there's a comp- I mean, there's a percentage. Yeah, yeah.
3: there's a percentage. Yeah. So I'm at ten. No, there's not like
1: infinite puzzles. Yeah, I'm a, oh, okay. Wait, are you going to tell us about a sandwich you ate?
0: Is no, that, that would be really good. But I haven't had a good sandwich in a while. No, I've got. A game, a movie, and a show. Mm. So let's do this. Let's start with a game. That's oh. I haven't talked about a completed game in at least ten years. So <laughs> um,
2: that's a- that's accurate, yeah.
0: So there is a game that we almost like wanted to reshuffle our entire <laughs> Game of the Year awards for. Like it mm. was, it was <laughs> in contention because we're like, this is probably going to show up in best looking and that is yeah, great. at least. Yeah. 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 So yes, uh, I have fixed my computer issues somehow. And,
1: uh, you set your CPU priority to high.
0: I set it to low and then no, I didn't. It wasn't CPU. <laughs> it was hard drive. Yeah. Um, mm. but yeah, no agree. Um, uh, Andre, I know you've played it. So it'll be nice. Yes, to get your feelings on it. I as have well. completed it. But, um, so to start, by about halfway through that game, I'd started to compile a list of other games and movies and stuff that grief felt similar to. Mm. So I'm going to go through it. And let me know if any if you guys are fans of any of these. So mm-hmm. first was Journey, the mm-hmm. the PS3 uh, that game company game. Next one was Obzu, which I haven't something. played it. I need to. Kind of like uh, Journey.
2: I wasn't a huge fan, to be perfectly honest. But That's
0: fine. Um, yeah. How about Botanicula or Machinarium?
3: I couldn't get into those.
0: I tried ah, both. I loved Botnicula. Okay. How about the film Princess Mononoke? Yes. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, if you, said, if you say yes to any of those, or maybe even spirited away, honestly, like if you say yes to any of those, you're probably going to find something you're going to really like in Um mm. In terms of its art, well, which is not unexpected because if you look at that game, it's super beautiful, but like it does some stuff that I've never seen in games before, especially with regards to its art and animation. Like, um, Andre, it's very
1: like, yeah, it's like very watercolory and like, but like watercolors when you like drop like a drop of paint on a page and it just starts to spread out. Like, it has a ton of art like that. And some of it's very like abstract and then turning into like concrete real
0: things. Yeah. Like those animations in specific are really cool. Like yeah, it, it's kind of like Cuphead in that it looks like it came off of a piece of paper. And so yeah. like a really strong physical artist, like made it. Um, and specifically, I can think of a few sections, but the bird, that's not mm-hmm. saying too much, but the bird in specific, like what they did with that. I've never seen anything like that in a game before. It was really, really cool. Um, yeah. The worst part about the game is probably the gameplay. Um, it's a pretty simple puzzle platformer uh like the puzzles are fine but I've, i had a couple instances where like the mechanics totally broke <laughs>
1: like, there, there were some instances where it's like i know exactly what i need to do i just i can't execute for whatever reason
0: yeah so like my one instance that i can call to mind it was pretty early it's like it's not a long game but this was like 45 minutes in um, was where you're doing a thing with the big clock and there's like clock hands and stuff that you kind of have to jump on and, uh, when you're at the big clock, you have to jump up this section to kind of get to the outer parts of it. And I kept doing like three jumps and on the last one, like gree, the character would just like jump all the way off and I have to start all over. And this Ouch. happened like five or six times for me. And I was like, what, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> so like that kind of sucked. But, um, I think as a co- co- cohesive whole, like taking away kind of that crappy control stuff which seems to be a theme for games. I like is they all have terrible controls. Um, it plays better than JJ Mac. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And uh, oh God, what's the other one I'm thinking of uh, uh... forgotten man. forgotten man. yes. How ironic, <laughs> how,
1: how but, appropriate,
0: but yeah, no, I think despite all those, like it's absolutely worth playing. Um, uh, it's,
1: how do you, so how do you feel that it, do you think it was successful in like, it's, I don't know, it's messaging kind of like do people have talked about how it's about grief and stuff like that. Do you think it's like, do you think there's anything special in the storytelling or like presentation I didn't beyond th- like the way it looks?
0: I didn't think it was about grief actually. So I think in that sense, it's kind of good in that you can take away from it what you want. Yeah. Um, true. but I found it to be more about depression than grief, especially true. with like mm-hmm. the last 45 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think with that in mind, I think it it is successful in that it's like, it doesn't actually have a story. There's no dialogue. No. There's no talk. Well, there's, there's a voice in it, but like, yeah, you'll get there. Um, I think it you can treat it like an art piece and normally like my relationship with art games is kind of hit or miss. Uh but this is the kind of thing where I think if you have the opportunity to play this with someone, be it like a family member, or significant other, uh friend, whatever, for being a passive observer experience, it's probably extremely good. Mm. So like and I'd be interested in someone's take on that if if they're just observing it with someone, like what they get what they take away from it. Mm. Um But yeah, for its messaging, I thought it was fine. I thought it was good. Um, what I took away from it at the, at the very end was positive.
3: Mm.
0: Neato. Yeah. So, I don't know. I haven't. I
3: feel like for that game looks really pretty, but it, it, it's tough girl. for me to be excited to want to play it because it seems like this is my struggle with games like Journey and Abzu generally, is mm-hmm. that there doesn't seem to be. Like I can't find the thrust to want to actually play it because I feel like it is going to be a very pretty um, short experience that doesn't isn't necessarily that enriching from a mechanical perspective. I guess which the answer may just be that those games aren't for me and that's totally fine. I don't mean this as a indictment or criticism of any of those games or the genre in general. But there's something about hearing like that it's sort of esoteric and just like a series of. Sort of uh, vin- like visual backgrounds to do puzzly platforming stuff on. I was kind of hoping it was going to be a little bit more surprising and be a little bit more of a like have some more like Metroidvania elements or something I to mean, um,
0: it. There, there are yeah, like your
3: unlocking
1: abilities. Like there's one that, where you turn into like a block, like your dress just becomes a giant cube. And I guess it weighs you down or and would like, you say uh, that that you
3: have to think about it, like do puzzle solving at all, yeah, or is it just yeah? You you end up bit.
0: having to combine stuff in a in a good it, way. It's not yeah. It's not like super complicated,
1: but yeah. there are like, you know, there are way like you couldn't do this puzzle if you didn't have this thing, and you have to like okay, I would do this, and then oh okay, I get up here, and
0: and then there's like cues yeah. in the environment that you probably previously weren't noticing, and you're like oh okay, okay. I can actually use this here. Um, I would yeah. I will say it has like the only water level that i've actually kind of enjoyed
1: okay mm-hmm. uh, wait okay maybe i'm saying th- no i'm thinking of a different game never mind uh so yeah maybe that's okay no i was like oh, that water level was bad but i was actually thinking of the messenger
0: oh <laughs> um, yeah no the water level in this one is actually pretty good because you have a lot of control and you move fast so
1: yeah um and
0: but have to I-, check I-, out that. I i get you pat like um i had a similar problem with limbo or not like, uh, uh, sure, uh, with, yes. with, with inside a, rather. Like,
3: yeah, I, I, I agree. Uh, yeah. I think I understand why people love those so much, but I couldn't connect that well with either of them because of the same thing.
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah. So I, I totally get that. I think this game is different enough from inside in and okay. though that I wouldn't compare it to that per se.
3: Okay, cool. Those are kind of the, that's a better point of comparison to me than journey and abzu, because that's actually the thing that I'm trying to mm-hmm. avoid. Not because I don't think it's valid or great, Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. but no, just, no, you I know that, you yeah. Um, what's funny is I tend to really like walking simulators, but I think usually it's because there's some kind of deeper, not, not that again, not better, but a more cohesive delivered narrative. Mm-hmm. And I do tend to enjoy that. Um, yeah, that's totally reasonable. So, so if it's, if it's more esoteric and more implied, like it sounds like Bree is, then, um, I need a little bit more mechanical depth, but if it's, if there are like puzzles and things that you're solving, like it was enough in, in the missing to get me through that game and not everything. Everything in Gree, uh, gameplay wise is better than the Missing. Okay. The puzzles,
0: yeah, cool.
3: I will have to check it out at some point.
0: I mean, though. I agree with that too, and I love the Missing. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm no. interested
2: in checking it out. Like, I, like, I feel like the, I wish I liked those games better. Like, I, I really wish I same. really wanted to like Abzu, for example. Yep. But I just didn't. So, I'm, I'm actually, but the art of is gorgeous enough that I think it might propel me to still play it not yeah. play, and play it
0: the later game stuff is like, I don't want to talk about it yet, but like sure, some of that yeah. stuff is so crazy. Amazing. I loved it. There's
1: uh, so like part of, there's like in-game challenges. Um, oh yeah. The achievements yeah, yeah, yeah. on PC. That's I put cool. on switch, but, yeah. and like, but I only unlocked like a handful of them and they're all ones that you unlock throughout the course of the game. Like, Oh, you completed the section and, so the game starts off monochrome and you're returning color to the world as you complete each, each Mm -hmm. section, which like changes things about the world. Like, Oh, now there's green. So like you can see plants and stuff. Um, and so I I unlocked those, but I've got like a list of like 20 things and I've got five unlocked.
0: Yeah. I I don't know what any of them are. Yeah. I got like, Probably, I probably got closer to like twelve or fifteen somewhere Mm, in there. I
1: assume it's like collecting like all the little stars and stuff in an
0: area. No, or or you mean to trigger like what can cause you? Like what you're collecting are those circles, right?
1: Yeah, 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 like the little star things.
0: Yeah. Okay, if you want. Sorry, I was thinking of the stars as like the things you need to progress the actual level, but yeah, this the circle stars. Yeah. um, Mm -hmm. They're basically like extra, like if you go off of the critical path, there's like little challenge rooms or challenge areas. So uh, those were actually pretty fun. Some of those.
1: I never, I guess I never found one.
0: <laughs> yeah. I got, I got enough of them to enjoy it, but yeah, mm-hmm. um, Pat, I think for me, it was one of those kinds of games where I was like halfway through and I was like, I don't really want this to end. Okay, so, cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I-, I wished there had been more of like the mechanical stuff, like in sure. it, um, yeah. that, like that, but because I enjoyed doing it, um, not because I felt it, there was like not enough just because like, I oh man, I,
3: I wish there was like another thing for me to do yeah, with this, cool. but
0: yeah, so there's well, some that sections... makes
3: me actually more interested to play it than I have been. So yeah. <laughs> that's the, good to know.
0: There's some sections I really want to talk with or talk about later, probably in game of the year time or something, which is a oh. year away. But, um, like oh, on, Andre, you like, know, a
1: months. yeah,
0: I'll, I'll use these keywords and let's see if like, we can just, kind of lock eyes and be like, yeah. So there was the moon. (laughs) Mm -hmm. If uh, if you know what I'm talking about, maybe Mm -hmm. Uh,
3: toy story three.
0: (laughs) And there was a bit near the end with a circle that kind of spins. All right. You're not oh, getting it. That's I'm also, that's also I'm, the moon. I'm, I'm trying it's to be, a, it's a little, been it a little bit okay. I,
1: it's, I, it's been a little bit since I've played, but maybe I'll be a
0: bit more <laughs> explicit about it off air.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah, I can, so, it's, it's like I said, it's, I played it over one break, like on a plane. Yeah. So fair enough I'm Not so, sleeping. Do
0: you enough. guys want the other two things now? Those will be a little quicker. Yeah, sure. sure. All right. So first we got a show. And this was one. I'm sad Sam isn't here because I know he was interested in it. Um, but it's called oh. Violet Evergarden, and it is on Netflix. So I don't know if you've used Netflix, you've probably seen it show up at the top of the queue every now and again. Is
1: this the Jake Gyllenhaal thing? No, is this an anime? It's an anime. What the? Oh, what? Oh, is that Velvet buzz? or something? <laughs> Jake yeah, Gyllenhaal yeah, thing? Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it has Jake Gyllenhaal in an anime. No, Um, you know, hey, he does weird stuff. It's true, but um, it's a really interesting anime. Um, If you want to really boil it down, it's a show about writing letters, which sounds super weird. But like uh, (laughs) in in reality, it's way more nuanced than that. Uh, But I also don't want to give too much about it away because that would do it a bit of a disservice. So my history with that show is a little weird. It came out early last year, like January, and I'd watched the first three or so episodes back then and found it so boring that I just dropped it. Like, I was just like, Oh my God, this is just so shit. (laughs) I wasn't into it. The characters sucked, blah, blah, blah. But like within the past few weeks, I've just been hearing a ton of sources that I really trust talking about how it was like one of the best things to come out out of like, not just last year, but like the last 10 years and stuff like, really inflated stuff. I was like, okay, what, what did I miss? So I felt compelled to kind of go back and finish it and see if I was wrong. And it turns out I was, I was wrong. <laughs> so like after about three or four episodes about where I left off, the show actually gets like super excellent. And, uh, by the end, yeah, it's not just about writing letters. It's like this really intelligently written show about like emotions and empathy and like grieving and, the way it's formatted is like a bunch of self-contained stories each episode, which end up making a cohesive whole by the end. And yeah, it's a really, really, really good journey. Um, I'd recommend it like pretty easily, but as a forewarning, it's also super fucking sad. (laughs) Like, uh, yeah. If you get past those first few episodes, it's yeah, it's Hmm. the kind of thing you can watch and feel like, Oh, I can actually learn something from this in real life. So Mm-hmm. so that was a that was um a worthwhile journey it's 13 episodes not too daunting
1: mm-hmm. and 20 minute episodes i assume
0: yep and like yo some of the greatest art i've seen in a show like it's movie quality like it's really 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 gorgeous uh nice. is also really good but yeah a ec- uh, really excellent show easily recommended. i've been wanting some good
1: anime art in my life recently been thinking about uh, your name and just like man, that movie looks good.
0: Yeah, this looks comparably good to your name, <laughs> but ironically, well, not ironically, coincidentally, I guess. Um, the last thing I had to talk about was an anime movie <laughs> that I just watched uh, last. Does it movie. have
1: Jake Gyllenhaal in it?
0: I wish. Does it have
3: Broly in it?
0: No. <laughs> oh man, I, I haven't watched I enough Dragon Ball Super to to watch that movie. But well, um, let me tell you. <laughs> So the name of this movie is "I Want to Eat Your Pancreas." Oh, okay.
1: Popular with my students. Is it actually? <laughs> is a book.
0: Yeah, and it, then made it, it had a live-action movie, and now it has this animated version. Okay. And it's a weird. It's a weird title. Um,
2: oh, really? But, is it weird?
0: but honestly, it <laughs> yes, makes it, it makes total sense by the end, and is actually like the title is actually extremely endearing. So
1: about like pancreatic cancer.
0: Yes. So uh, yeah, if you look at it as a synopsis, like it's about it's set during high school as a lot of anime is, and it follows two characters. And the first is this girl who's like really popular and bubbly and successful in everything she does, kind of stuff. And this guy who's like completely antisocial and just like seemingly bullied all the time and just like he he just pushes everybody away, kind of thing. So yeah, it turns out the popular girl has terminal pancreatic cancer. And she's been keeping it a secret from everyone except her parents. And through story reasons, uh, the guy ends up finding out like the bullied antisocial guy finds out. And, uh, he's the only one who ends up knowing her secret. So that builds a bond between them. And the whole movie is kind of following how that relationship built. Like he's very hesitant to even talk to people and like, she's just, you know, dying. So it's really, really, it's good. (laughs) Um, the first half I would say is kind of heavy handed, like almost to an annoying way. But the last half, like the last, I don't know, hour or so, it actually justifies all the heavy handedness and recontextualizes things and makes you look back on them and like, Oh, that's why they were acting this way. And it was, it was actually really cool. So, uh, it's similar to Violet Evergarden and then it's extremely sad, but in a completely different way. Uh, and surprisingly it didn't end the way i thought it would and which is good because you look at that and you're like oh that has a very predictable uh flow to yeah, it he's
1: gonna eat the pancreas right yeah he yeah, cuts obviously. her up and eats
0: her pancreas but no i thought the ending was actually the best part of that whole movie like how it wraps so, everything up so
1: d- is there so okay it's a book then it's a live action movie now it's an anime movie do, do you feel like there's anything added by it being an anime movie? Do they do anything like, do they do like weird like sequences they couldn't do so, in like a live action film yes. that like actually add to
0: it? I mean, you could do that in real time shots of the pancreas. <laughs> <an>
1: X ray shot.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wish there was X ray shots of the pancreas. It would have made it so It's much just different.
2: like in the bottom corner, like real time.
1: It's like, like Mortal Kombat x-ray moves, but it's just the pancreas, like the tumor growing.
0: Oh man.
2: Yeah.
0: That sounds so good. But no, it doesn't have any of that, but uh, I would say that, God, there is a section or I can think of at least two or three sections that benefit from it being animated. That would look just really awkward if it was real people Mm. and like be like, what are you doing? Like,
1: have you seen the live action one
0: parts of it? Not all of it.
1: Okay. Does this make you want to go back and watch the full thing? No. Or
0: no? Um, okay. I think this, as a self-contained thing, was really strong, and I don't think I need to mm. to visit it. But again.
1: Uh, but you just but uh, I'm not saying you need to, but you don't want to.
0: No. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I, I'm, that movie comes pretty highly recommended if you have a few hours and want to watch a movie that'll probably make you cry. <laughs>
1: Not right now. I don't know.
2: <laughs> yeah. There's a certain point where you're like, I don't know if I'm in necessarily in that uh, mind space. Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, I'm all about feel good things. Uh, yeah, I, like I know what you've game, been playing. Like the game that Allison has been playing. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> oh man. no.
0: There's something that Allison told me before you got here that.
1: No, oh, that's okay. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So, Allison, Allison, you were going to talk. Oh, got you. Froze... Okay. There we go. Uh, Allison oh, has yeah. been talking been playing kingdom hearts 1.5 hd yes the so kingdom hearts one the remaster on ps4 Yes. i told i instructed allison make a list of complaints you have about this game and i will tell you if they have been improved by the time kingdom hearts three rolls around i,
2: I did it I, okay. may, I, I may have written these at like 2 a.m when i woke up in the middle of the night so okay. they may be slightly you know, like
0: flop sweat like. <laughs>
2: <laughs> i gotta write these down no i definitely had that thought of like i've been playing it but i haven't written the complaints yet so it's, i just like okay. it on my phone uh so and, yeah
1: and you, your your list is just the programming for the game you've seen the source code and you've just written it down on a <laughs> note yeah notepad. i've seen the
2: matrix of of kingdom hearts and i'm like oh i know how kingdom hearts works now I am Kingdom Hearts. Okay. So first
1: Oh, oh you are Kingdom
0: Hearts. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And then I'm very
2: confusing. Spoiler. And I, am completely... be-
0: I am become Kingdom Hearts.
2: I am become Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, that's kind of the ending. Is it's just like a picture of me go- of Kingdom Hearts 3 It's me going like, Hey, you did it.
0: Uh, uh, uh,
1: Pat, for some reason like you're you sound really far away. Do, now? That's a little, a little better. A little quiet. It might have switched mics. Weird. It's still like the quality is still good, but you just, I don't know. It's, your mic got quiet.
3: Huh?
0: Well, I can turn the gain up a little bit. Yeah. Maybe. But yeah. Kingdom hearts, huh? Kingdom, yeah, hearts. kingdom hearts.
3: Okay.
2: So here's kingdom hearts complaints. Okay. Number one, dear God, navigating deep jungle is real bad. Uh,
1: that's, uh, that's fixed.
2: Okay. okay. Never
1: go back to deep jungle.
2: Deep jungle is- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cause navigating deep jungle was like, was a trip uh and, and like, and the
1: early levels of kingdom hearts one are bad
2: <laughs> okay and yeah they were pretty bad but deep jungle has been oh, yeah. my most favorite part so far and then uh it, 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 there's some parts like there's the part where you're uh sliding down and you're thinking mm. they're supposed to be like whoa this is cool but you're like really not doing anything Still so it's just kind mind. of like no, yeah, well there's not no playing the movie good. or game. And so it's just see like you oh, like sliding drummer. and going like, oh, I'm doing this when you're not doing anything. You have to jump uh, jump around and it's, it's real bad. So and the
1: vines. Uh, oh my God on the vines.
2: and it's like it's very you have to have a very specific path on the vines. Mm-hmm. So eventually I got that path, but it still didn't make it fun.
1: You you do not have to go as far as I know. There is no return to deep jungle in the series, except maybe in Chain of Memories. But like Chain of Memories is like a whole different thing.
2: Chain of Memories is and the whole to, thing.
1: You don't have to worry about like any of the bad. I mean, there's bad stuff in Chain of Memories, like yeah. the, whole, the whole gameplay mechanics, but <laughs> <laughs> the levels.
2: I actually I actually played Chain of Memories. That was the first Kingdom Hearts game I ever played. I played it as a kid, so I'm actually kind of excited to revisit it. Because mm. I don't know if my taste as a kid was that or not, and it, I'm assuming it was. Uh, but I liked it a lot as a kid. I think um,
1: it's better on GBA than PS2. Is
2: it really? Like okay,
1: that's in my opinion.
2: Because I still have, because I have the GBA cart, so I, I might, I'll just play it on GBA.
1: Yeah. Um, but you don't get the voice acting, and
2: cool you don't get the voice acting. acting can't stream it, but you know. Okay. Some of the character models are great. Others are horrible. It feels like
1: oh, a PS2 game. You, you can't, you can't. Huh?
2: Oh,
1: <laughs> yeah. no, it's, it's, a, it's a PS2 game, so. Well,
2: right. But I mean, it's like, it's an HD upgrade. And some of the character yeah. models, I'm like, this is legitimately pretty good. And mm-hmm. then you see some of them where their eyes are just completely static. And it's like, mm-hmm. did you really put any effort into updating that specific character model? Uh,
1: like, I've seen complaints about the first world in three um like not looking great uh which uh you know kind of they're a little bit flat but everything else after that is look looked pretty good
2: okay yeah because i think it was like you know i'm it's a it's an upgraded ps2 game so i'm not expecting the world but it felt really inconsistent where there's certain character models i'm like that's not good at all and there are a couple where I was like that's pretty decent and uh you know
3: how does sephiroth look uh, <laughs> Uh, he has a
1: much <laughs> smaller part in Kingdom Hearts One. He's just like a boss fight. I'm aware. Yeah, and, and, and that's that,
2: that was that, a
3: curious question. <laughs> no,
2: and I and I know what boss said and I'm not fighting him because he's hard. Yeah, uh, and yeah, he is. Um, and I, I actually don't have this on my list of complaints, but it felt like it, I'm just starting to get to the point where I feel like I have, I'm doing anything in the combat except mashing X. Uh, uh, mm, because mm. i mean it took a very long time for me to be able to there's like the uh like the dodge roll and mm-hmm. getting magic and that it felt like that took forever to get any of those
1: yes, yes. and um, i was just like
2: okay please let me stop fighting these people because it's so boring
1: yes uh so yeah hmm. the combat uh, it is better in kingdom hearts 3 it starts you off real quick and you've got okay. a ton of abilities you're like you can dodge right away uh like it gives it you have so many abilities to start off the game like they they did a really good job um of setting it up in a way where you come in and you actually feel like you're continuing the story and not like restarting oh good because Um, that's
2: that's always annoys me where they're (laughs) like surprise all of your abilities are going away mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah so I, they, they justify it with the story in kingdom hearts 2 but, yeah, but it doesn't suck yeah right like just because it's justified doesn't mean it's not terrible um and like, there's a little bit of like, oh, you don't have every ability for whatever reason in Kingdom Hearts Three, like there there is a specific reason, but they, you still are way more powerful than you were at the start of at the end or even the start of the previous games. And also, they've added in like a bunch of crazy stuff. But I want to hear more about Kingdom Hearts yes. One, <laughs> uh, uh, Kingdom okay. Hearts
2: Three. Next, is new next,
1: stuff. Uh, no.
2: next thing on my list. Anytime the game for tries to force me to do some platforming, I hate it. Uh, uh,
1: it's. Platforming is better in three. Okay, cool. it, it doesn't make any sense. Like okay. you can just run straight up walls, and like and they like sometimes story does that in like a cutscene or like in a boss fight and like a quick time event. And this one, you're just like, oh, this wall's got like a shimmer on it. You can just run up that wall.
3: And why? Mm-hmm. I why. I don't know. I mean, Mickey cool. has a keyblade. I don't know that why is a good question to ask at this but point. He's a keyblade master.
2: <laughs> it makes total sense with the lore. <laughs>
3: I'm just yeah. saying there's probably lore in like recoded or something that explains how Sora can run up walls it, it's not it's not that he can run up walls
1: it's it looks really funny yeah, everything in that game looks really funny but I was gonna say there's, like there's every, literal funny animals in it come on <laughs> it's like but there are like levels where it's like you can run up this wall but there's nothing at the top why can I run up this wall? <laughs> Like, like, it's just like, you can run up this wall and then there's like a, it's like an invisible like border where it's like, nope, can't go past you. Yeah, I've, I've heard that that's frustrating. It's just like, why, why, why do you want me to run up? Why do you let me run up this wall? But you know, better to have the freedom of movement than to not have it at all.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I, um,
1: and also and I, and I they like set up a lot of freedom, stuff. But... Oh, yeah. Uh, just real quick. They set up a lot of stuff where. Like there's platforming, but a lot of it is just like hold forward on the right stick or on the left stick. And you'll just like kind of jump across some stuff in like a fancy way.
2: Okay. Yeah. Cause there are a lot of times where I just got really frustrated with, wait, I'm try. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not terrible at platforming. I'm not terrible at 3d platforming, but why can't I get Sora up here? Yeah, And there are couple the points game. where it, it didn't, It where it felt weirdly inconsistent too. Like I knew that I could jump up over it, but for some reason the game was just like, we're not going to let you this time.
1: Yep. Your jump isn't high enough for whatever reason. Yeah.
3: I.
2: But occasionally it lets you and I'm like, but
3: let me do it now. Yeah, I've always gotten as far as the the Alice in Wonderland level in the first game, which I'm aware is like the first world you go to. Yeah.
2: it's a weird and world too.
3: I walk around it for like 20 minutes, and I go, I fucking hate this, and then I stop playing. I probably started that game ten times in my life, gotten about halfway through that area, and then I have to do the platforming in the room with the different mushrooms and stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I fucking hate this, and then I stop. Uh, yeah, it's still a little, like the jumping is still
1: a little stiff, but like you have an air dash right away. So that kind of helps mm-hmm. things a little bit mm-hmm. and because you can run up walls and like mantle things a lot easier, um, they've alleviated some of the platforming pains.
2: Yeah. Cause some jumping up some of those mushrooms, I'm like, just mm-hmm. let me jump this accurately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was very annoying. Okay. Next one. Donald and Goofy need to pull their weight. <laughs>
1: um, uh, Donald is better. Uh, Goofy, he has Goofy's a gun. Better, right? uh, no, that's that's in you know Cooney. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Goofy is better. They're, they're both better. Um, part of the combat thing is you have like finishing moves that you get a lot more often, um, just by like. Mm-hmm. comboing and you'll eventually get a finishing move and a lot of them most of the finishing moves i get are with donald we'll do like a flare move and we'll like spin around in a circle together and light a bunch of fireworks and they'll hit enemies or stuff um and but i mean donald still needs to heal me more often
2: yeah there have been times where i'm like donald 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 and
1: i'm kingdom hearts one donald is notoriously bad for not healing
2: yeah well he was like like there was one point in deep jungle where I needed to get to a boss fight and I lost it a couple of times and I'm like, okay, I'm going to just try to run through these enemies because I need you to just be more to like, save your magic so you can heal me. And I'm like down to like two like, health. And I'm like, Donald, you've got two magic. You can heal me.
1: Can't you? Yeah. I have a way to set like the frequency or like when I started
2: to try to do that better. And it does help. Like I basically made it like I, there's like various presets and I set it to like, to like Donald to more conservatively use his magic, which has helped, but he still doesn't heal me. And I'm like, I might need to like increase heal like test, increase healing, healing magic. Above all else, and I wish there was a way to be like Donald, heal me. I do the damage in this party. <laughs> I am the. I am you the I'm the. Pick
3: the wand, not the sword. Uh,
2: I've, i I picked uh...
3: I'm, I'm just being an <laughs> asshole. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Didn't
2: pick the sword though. Um, what, what else you got? All right, it's kind of a cliche complaint, but the gummy ship segments are bad.
1: <laughs> oh boy mm-hmm. it's worse
2: oh god oh, it gets worse no.
1: it got worse
2: it got worse how oh, why that's,
1: that's okay allison every time i play a gummy ship section i go how is this so bad why would they do this why would they make it this way well it, this but you know how you know how now you know go back to the earlier conversation about like trains and the gummy train yeah. or whatever someone yeah. in kingdom hearts one and two they're ba- like kingdom hearts two you get to like there's like a, a, a map and you get to fly around the map but it's basically nothing you just go to the world you want and then you do like the shooter section where it's you're going through like a, just a corridor basically like an on-rail shooter now it's a fucking open world map with like in like 3d space and you're in but you can't at no point can you go straight up or straight down. You can, at most you can turn at like a 45 degree angle. And, uh, and there's no enemies just out in the world. Like there'll be like a floating like thing. And then if you get near it, then you get into like a combat encounter that's timed. It's not like, Oh, beat all the enemies and you're out. It's go for like a minute and 20 seconds and just kill shit. But like, it's, it's just so boring because yeah. all you do is hold like the r2 button and go yep okay i'm gonna move around oh my weapon charge okay push triangle now i have more things shooting uh, how do, well uh, for
2: me the thing that is always was kind of is every every single time i get into one of those segments the thing that always astounds me is that it feels like it lasts an eternity yep. and it feels like you, there's like a specific point where you see nothing. So you assume mm-hmm. I am about over. And it, it starts no, again. And then it starts again. You're like, God damn it. Gummy ships!
1: Uh, and
2: I just have zero inclination to actually like get into the, like upgrade customization. Gummy mm-hmm. or gummy mm-hmm. customization. I'm like, there should be segments. Like so For the-
1: kingdom hearts three. I have seen some interesting gummy ships constructed like a toilet.
2: Oh, I saw that one. Yeah.
1: Because to the, the gummy ship parts in kingdom hearts three are doo-doo uh like before you get (laughs) before you enter any of the like worlds uh you get into like a a boss fight in the gummy ship and they take forever and they're not fun like it's the same thing you're just holding r2 or like x depending on you know which one you prefer and like oh dodging some bullets okay fly over here oh i did my spin thing it's it's not fun there's like no real strategy like if you get really into the building like you could probably make it go faster but at this point in the game i don't think i have like enough stuff to make that work maybe i do i don't know but i like i don't care about the gummy ship and they made it more I guess more important or like, oh no, customization more important. No, because like the base, think- the base ship, like in the in one and two, I like never upgraded my ship. No, but in three, I'll probably have to to just make this stuff bearable.
2: God. Yeah, because yeah. I I just haven't even touched the customization because I'm like, well, I can get through it, so why mm. would I upgrade it? And it, it feels like they are just keep trying to make gummy ships work, and nobody yeah. likes it.
1: Stop trying to make gummy ships happen. They're yes. not going to happen. Um, yeah,
2: exactly. People
1: fucking love
3: them though, because yeah, really? they're fucking idiots.
2: Who loves I mean, them? Like, uh,
3: well, like I've uh, I know people. Let's say. um I and know, they should be in prison.
1: I know people send them this podcast. I need them to know they should be in prison.
3: <laughs> I know people who talked very positively about the new gummy ship stuff and talked about how it's like an open world space combat game. Like and it's terrible. The uh, combat isn't even in the open the world. Go, I, okay. the combat is Are you just, okay?
2: The I was
1: combat is just a fucking No, I've cake. seen it. I've seen it. I was the sent combat a video, is the is the is the fucking it's near automata like the flying sections in near automata
3: yeah i've seen it and yeah, i i that. was i was told like look how awesome this is it's like open world it looked like a bad version of starlink which starlink is good i would say that starlink is capital g good it did not it would not make it on any game of the year lists but it is fine mm-hmm. and worth your time if you like a really light basic kind of repetitive space shooter so like to say that like the the what looks like a worse version of that is like outstanding i don't know it's, it's i don't know
1: not, it's not outstanding in any way shape or form <laughs> it's- it, like it literally, it brings my whole experience with the game down doing the gummy ship stuff. That's it's too bad. Such, it's such a bummer.
3: I don't actually hate it in the earlier games. It's not great, but it's no, yeah, no, like inoffensive it's, enough to me that like, I can see where you're coming from Allison, but also I just didn't care. Yeah, you, like, Cause it was, you
1: go once between each world.
3: Yeah. It's like a loading and, screen or something practically.
1: Yeah. It, it, you do it once between each world and like, okay, it's just a like a weird mini game here like they're incentivizing you to go out and explore. Like there's treasure spheres where you have to, and as you unlock the treasure sphere, you shoot at a spot on the sphere and it like turns a thing. And then it like sets up a circuit and then you just rotate around it and you just hold the X button as you shoot at it to turn more like circles on it to make more circuits. And just, Oh my God, that sounds not great. There's, there's a lot of like brain dead, just hold r two and shoot in this game. in like some of like the, like finishing moves like, Oh, we're going to summon the space blaster ride from Disneyland. Now you hold R two and you shoot guys. And you know, it's kind of fun because they bounce in the air and numbers come off and it's like chance. And then if you hit them again, it does more damage or something, I guess, or you get points. I don't know why you get points, but it's, I don't know. And then there's like max in one level and the toy story level. And it's the same Funny, thing, thing. And it's like, the the, the regular combat's good it's fine it's like it's the best it's been and but they put in a bunch of bad stuff
3: do you think it's worth playing it because i I do intend to play it at some point like i'm gonna we're gonna have a long year of kingdom hearts and on this podcast Mm -hmm. i think yeah because i'm planning on playing through the the collections when i get through the stuff i'm working on now but um do you think uh it's worth playing kingdom hearts 3 on proud mode that's the thing that I seem to be that I'm kind of planning when I get there eventually. Cause it sounds really, really easy to the point where it's like trivial.
1: I mean, like mm, I, I'm not playing on proud mode just because I want to like, I don't want to like bang my head against anything if I get stuck, but I also wasn't expecting it to be
3: as like, bleh it, just as sounds, it, sometimes. it just sounds like you don't actually have to engage with any of the systems because it is so incredibly easy
1: maybe like the game yeah I don't, at least at the start I, I don't know if it's gonna get harder um i've only done let's see one two three finished three worlds i'm on the fourth one now i think um so yeah it's it's hard to say um like the story stuff has been very good um it's been exactly what i wanted uh and it starts off like right out the gate uh like it basically picks up directly from the end of Dream drop distance or no it, dream drop distance. Then there's birth by sleep fragmentary passage 0.2. It picks up from the oh. end of fragmentary passage 0.2. <laughs> and then like, there's Alex, a very you're the good, the biggest
3: anime fan on this podcast. Come on. It's a there,
0: it's is a,
1: there is a very good joke at the beginning of this game. Like, like it is, it is the best joke is moment of the year contender. Oh, um, so i I sent it to the chat um but it's yeah um i i am enjoying the parts of kingdom hearts 3 that are not the gummy ship that's cool and uh not the mech parts of toy box
3: i mean i'm really excited to see what that thing is it's just such a fascinating thing to me regardless of whether or not i end up enjoying playing Mm -hmm. it that series at this point, like, I think a good, uh, not to, not to spend a bunch of time talking about another show, but like, um, they talked about it on the, on waypoint radio earlier uh, this week. And they, they they like kind of felt, I felt like they were kind of just shredding it early on in the conversation. Like they were talking about how they, they felt the combat was bad, that the levels were boring, that there was nothing to do, that the gummy ships are bad. And then at one point though, like Natalie Watson was talking about how, like, despite all of that, she's so into the like weird esoteric narrative that's happening that, that mm-hmm. it's all worth dealing with to see where that goes. And yeah. that's exciting to me. Cause that's, that's the stuff like, I'm not going to, near automata was in retrospect, probably my number two game of the year, two years ago at this point. Um, like very, very close to, um, and I'm not going to sit here and say that that's the best playing game ever. I think from what I've heard, maybe it's a little better playing than some parts of kingdom hearts three, but either way um, it's not, you don't come to near automata because it's some outstanding character action game. You come to it because it has a wild, crazy narrative. So that's really what I'm most interested in. Uh,
1: The final thing I will say is this, uh, I think we'll talk about it more next week. Uh, I've got a guest I want to bring on, um, but uh, I will say, it has exceeded my expectations despite everything I've just said about like the things that are bad and like they frustrate me about the game. It has exceeded my expectations. That's good. Yeah.
2: I, I think and that's I'm part of why I time. want to play through all of it this year too, is that I'm as somebody that is a fan of a lot of things that have good and bad parts, uh, calling out star Wars, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm fully able to go through bullshit to get to what I want to see in a game. Uh, so I I, I'm, I have a very strong affinity for Disney movies, especially as a childhood thing. So I'm very excited to get to more of these <laughs> worlds. Um, and also just my final comment on uh, my complaints is that in general, I feel like the level design could be better just because there's a lot of times where I'm like, where am I supposed to go?
1: It's, there's yeah. a little bit, Bit of where the fuck am I supposed to go? But it's because the levels are much bigger and more open, and there's you're not going from like discrete section to discrete section anymore, really. Like, you have a little bit of that, but it's more okay, you're in a big open area and you're just gonna run through, and it's you know, it's pretty like linear. Mm -hmm. but the but the area like there's more room to explore there like and you're not just going discrete area loading screen discrete area loading screen which is really nice and it keeps it feeling fresh but some of the combat encounters go a little while
2: yeah yeah and and, and yeah and i don't mind necessarily being like oh time to explore but there are a couple of times it even like late in the game where i'm like what am i supposed to even do now and there was, and I. Where,
1: where are you exactly?
2: Uh, I literally just finished deep jungle, so I finished the first, oh. uh, the first, all of the first no. worlds, okay. uh, Alice in Wonderland. I beat the Cerberus and Hercules, and then. Um, and then, yeah,
3: you uh, have not yet begun to kingdom hearts. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have at one point beaten Alice in Wonderland. Cause I went, I did do the jungle one time too. And you can, I so, can go to the jungle I'm or Alice the in first Wonderland. one on the path is Alice in Wonderland one. And I don't do that. I play the one that you get to the first, the, if you give me a list of things, I'm going to do the first one in the list. I think, I think Alice in Wonderland presents itself as the easier one.
2: Yeah. It does. Yeah, because there's like star levels and the Alice in Wonderland is like one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or, uh, actually, the next one is Hercules? Maybe. It's two.
3: Yeah, so I've gotten a little deeper in that game than I last saw. Yeah, season,
2: but, but, yeah, uh, but it's, it's one of those things where there's... Cool. I feel like, okay, I feel like a very negative put coming up with all of these, uh, yeah. all these complaints. But I have gotten further in Kingdom Hearts before and I did like it. And I like the aesthetic and I like the weird like ridiculous bullshit of the entire series like i will i i I like when i don't know where things are going and i like when it's weird so i'm excited to get more into the series because i really do want to play three this year
3: i'm the most excited to play like birth by sleep and dream drop distance because i've heard the stories in those games are where it goes from being like weird and convoluted to like just
2: totally
3: batshit yeah yeah i'm
1: excited <laughs> about that yeah, yeah it's, it's oh man, What's one? the
2: one with the three protagonists i'm excited about that one
1: that's that's birth by sleep
2: yeah
1: and that yeah. so that one is weird because i, th- I think i talked about it on the podcast last year because i played it last year um birth by sleep is there's three concurrent stories happening and you play through each set of stories. Like, so you play through like one person's set of stories and you play through the other person's set of stories and you're like, you're getting their perspective on the events. So it's kind of annoying. Cause you have to start over with like no abilities from the beginning mm-hmm. again, every time. And then like some people like certain levels are shorter and you get like a different set of cutscenes scenes or like, I think aqua has like a way bigger like cinderella level than either of the other two uh and then or maybe yeah i don't, I don't even remember but yeah like the way they're interact or the way the levels uh end up manifesting for each of the characters is different so at least you're not playing through the exact same stuff every time
0: that's
2: good
1: yeah uh, and that story is also very convoluted and Interesting to see from three different perspectives.
0: Does, does three five eight over two days? Whatever.
1: That, they're trying to make that game a thing, and it's not a thing. Stop it's trying the, to make that. The, game a okay, thing. so it's, it's, that's
2: not worth it to actually go out and play because I'm like. Not,
1: so on the right, collection, it, it's just cutscene. Right,
2: right. Absolutely. Um, I would, I, I would not worth it to go out and buy and play.
3: Not even in my even, opinion. Even okay. the friend of mine who is very, 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 very high on Kingdom Hearts three, like doesn't see any flaws with it at all. Um, he was saying just play through the collections as they are presented. Don't okay, don't worry about finding specific things to play outside of those boxes.
2: And I'm still going to play uh, Chain of Memories on my Yeah, end.
3: sure, sure. I mean, it's the same game. It's just different yeah. with just voice acting and a different perspective on, on PS2. So, yeah.
1: But uh, it's... Oh, man, yeah. Uh, yeah, 358 over 2. They're, they're trying to make it a thing in the story. I would at least read a synops- synopsis of it. If you're... Well, like, I'm doing it all, could, baby. You could watch it. But...
0: Uh, you don't need to I'm boy, doing it all boy pat you will, asked? i'm boy, coming boy pat will that be content on our hashtag youtube channel
3: maybe i don't know
0: <laughs> ah, maybe no because i gotta put pl- the problem is that i have
3: i have it's easiest for me to record like let's play videos in the mornings on uh, weekends uh-huh. yeah in, in sort of smaller chunks so i need to pick games that i that aren't massive to do that with because like kingdom hearts i'm gonna want to just kind of do a horrible dark alchemy of just like strap in and finish the first one in like a week and a half. <laughs> like oh I God. did the Jack was a six.
2: <laughs> I, I don't know how much I recommend that because I've been, I've been kind of, uh, I've been doing like just shorter chunks every night, like an hour and a half on stream, which watch my stream. Uh, I'm and I people watch that happy beeps here on Twitch. Yay. Um, anyways, uh, I, uh, but basically I, and my cutoff point is when I get so frustrated with the game design that I'm just like, well, trying to be done for the night. And then, and then coming back uh, fresh is very nice because gonna... like, for example, once it, I was just so frustrated with like, I don't know where to go in the deep jungle. So I went and saved. And then the next, when I uh, booted up the game the next time it like I, the, the second that I left the tent, it like all is just like, no, that's what you're supposed to do is just like randomly go into this tent and then leave.
3: <laughs> i just want to okay. remind everyone that i played six god of war games in like three weeks
2: i don't That's know true. how you did that pat it wasn't
3: those fun. games are like those games
1: are like eight hours each if that like for the smaller one i was unemployed yeah but uh kingdom hearts is like a, no, no, like a no, no, 30 no, hour I, I hear what you're saying, it's here so saying but
3: it's it's sort of like a it's like a challenge to me to try to subject myself to that and like push through it And like,
2: I mean, you can do that to yourself, Pat, but you know, I wouldn't recommend it.
3: It's fine. It's never going to happen unless I do it that way. I will either, I either need to play them and like make them my focus or I will never, ever, ever, ever play them because with, with games like that, that are that daunting, like I'm playing the Witcher right now, I've learned that I don't have the ability to play something um, with like for like an hour or two every night and then ever expect to finish it. Um, Because after like, three or four or five weeks of that one game for an hour or two a night I go well now I want to play something else for an hour Mm -hmm. or two a night Mm -hmm. and so I really need that sort of like I'm not saying I'm gonna like take time off to get through Kingdom Hearts 1 but I usually have like two and a half three hours of play time each weeknight I'll probably put it all into that I uh, or at least most of it Um, you you could yeah you could like knock out a world a night at that pace right yeah um, yeah I'm kind of expecting them all each to take around 40 to 50 hours. That's sort of what I've seen floating around as good numbers. I usually like to, I, so that people don't worry about me. I do usually check play times on this stuff before I decide to dedicate myself to it so that I'm not like subjecting myself to a 200 hour game and making myself go crazy. Uh, yeah. Allison. Yeah. Did you ever, do you remember the furthest you've
1: ever gotten in kingdom hearts?
2: Um, I got actually pretty far, um, in the first one, I got to one of the final battles with Riku and, Oh yeah. And I just like, Oh, that's,
3: that's like, an like,
1: an hour. Cool. Like, a it
2: yes, it is. but I couldn't beat it. I was like, fuck no, that's man.
1: that fight. If it's the fight I'm thinking of, it's like real tough. Is he in like the armor?
2: Maybe I don't remember. I honestly don't remember. Is there I just play, remember it was was like in a cat? Yeah. it was nobody else, and yeah, I was okay. like, yep, this yep, is so yep. hard. I can't do it. There,
1: yeah, that I when I initially played the game, I got stuck there. <laughs> um, it's yeah, you like that's you have to like really use the all the tools they give you, like the parry and all that stuff in yeah. that fight. Um, yeah, oh. well, hard, so, so yeah that's yeah but i've luck. never
2: touched two and the only other game i've played in the series is um i don't even know if i ever finished chain of memories but i played that as a kid
3: mm-hmm. uh, So two is a much better game cool that's what i've heard that's why part of the reason if i if i get into two and i'm just like hating it like mm-hmm. i can't see myself yes. like wanting to finish it i may tap out of this whole thing mm-hmm. but i have heard that that Kingdom Hearts Two is much more tolerable to play than the first. Mm-hmm. The
2: first one. Yeah, and for me, I might. I mean, worst case scenario, I might just skip ahead to Kingdom Hearts Three if I'm like over at the point where I'm like. You
1: just read this. the synopsis and then. Just read the synopsis. Watch or, some or watch. Yeah, scenes. watch some primers. That's, watch like,
2: some videos on YouTube that are like forty-five uh, minutes long, trying to explain the plot, and not succeeding. Sad. sad
3: I think the thing that I struggle with, this is not meant as an argument or to be critical of that idea for anyone who does is okay with that. But I think part of it for me is like this third game, it feels like third game kingdom hearts three. It feels like (laughs) is, is, um, such a monumentous thing, not necessarily due to anything about its quality or contents, but just because of the, like the, the baggage that it carries. And I feel like I couldn't really, Experienced it without truly experiencing yeah. that. I, bad no, idea, I,
2: I, get, I get that. And I, that's kind of why I want to push through all of these. It's just that I really do want to play kingdom hearts. 3 totally. Yeah, no, I so, get it.
3: And a lot of people are doing that and seem to be having a totally reasonable, whether they like it or not, having a, not, having a bad experience because they haven't played the other things and they read synopsis. Um, but, but for me, it's just like a, I gotta, I gotta see it so that when I get to three, it's got at least some of that weight. I won't have been someone who waited like a decade for it. So it's still not the same, Uh, but, but, but it's, it's, it's something approximating that.
2: That's kind of what I want to do too. It's just that there are certain worlds in kingdom hearts three, um, Specifically Tangled because I love that movie very much, uh, that I would like to see and play sure. through. Yeah. So uh so well, I, I
1: you could go over to the gaming fix YouTube channel and watch my <laughs> let's play of Kingdom Hearts 3.
2: I don't I'm I don't have the
1: whole game and, uh, I know. I'm plugging I'm <laughs> plugging our YouTube channel.
2: Everybody should watch that if they're everybody should watch that except me. Uh <laughs> No, but, uh, but I'm excited to play through more of it and uh, get to some of the weird shit because I love that it's just weird shit, but then there's Donald Duck over there. Man. There's just like uh, a lot of things where I'm like, this is, I love how ridiculous it is. And then Disney. So, so.
0: I, I've been watching the video that we have on our stream. Uh, mm-hmm. And let me describe part of it for you. I've never I've never played a Kingdom Hearts game. So that's why mm-hmm. I've not been mm-hmm. chiming in here. Okay,
1: okay, which game is this a video of? Kingdom Hearts
0: 3. Okay. And it appears that Donald has a hat that has both a belt and two zippers on it. Yes. Has, has, <laughs> has that always been a thing?
2: That feels very accurate to Hearts, actually. No, I made a couple of jokes when I was doing my, uh, when I was on uh, uh, Destiny Islands where I was like, this, you guys are living in these like huts, but Sora has so many zippers. Well, so many
1: okay, so zippers. they don't actually live on the island.
2: Oh, that's they, they just got
1: stranded there. They got all No, so no, all no, so dude. That, that's not all that's not, They're not stranded there at
2: all. Either. Well, no, they, that's, they that's the
1: story. No spoilers. No, it's, <laughs> it's it's they literally they live it's this is at the beginning of Kingdom Hearts. They live like off like on like the mainland and the, this is just an island where all the kids go to hang out and play.
0: Wait, what? <laughs> oh yeah. So it's the kids' yeah. table of <laughs> <laughs> islands? The whole Basically, story is right. about how
3: they can't get back to their families at the beginning. And they yeah, all well, want to yeah, like, yeah, yeah. they want the boat to go see their families. No, no. no. They just want to go see the
1: world. They don't want to see the, It's not their family. Like yeah, they just wanna, wakes like, up what? in the middle of the night in his like family
3: house. I feel like this reframes the entire. Or, and his
2: mom is like dinner setting Sora.
3: They just, 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 just want to go on mom. an adventure. I totally understood <laughs> that as them being stuck on that island. No. And that thats why they were doing the whole thing in the first place. They're, no, that
1: that island is very important, but they're not stuck there now.
3: So, wait a fucking minute! How come like <laughs> Titus and them are there? Because they—they live there. <laughs> they don't. They live in Final Fantasy. No, I thought no. they all got thrown out of their Final Fantasy games and sent all over to different parts. No, of they're home. just different okay. characters.
1: Well, you see, see, it's it's the, of the, the
3: dumbest video game series ever made. And you're gonna play it's
1: all of it. It's- the hymn of the faith is there's the hymn of the faith. And that mean that made Titus uh, exist in, in Kingdom hearts. Wait, are
3: you telling me they explain this?
1: No. no. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the, in, in, have you played final fantasy 10?
3: Yes. Unfortunately I have the hymn of the faith. And that's, that's why Titus exists. Cause yeah, the, I, get it, dreaming I get it. I get what you're trying to say. Also spoilers. <laughs> Oh, from Final Fantasy, for X. 10. <laughs>
2: Final Fantasy X. Final Fantasy X. I was hoping there was what? some
3: sick tie-in that you wouldn't understand in Kingdom Hearts unless you had played Final Fantasy X to completion.
2: No, you no. Need, but there, there isn't, but there is one if you pa- need, you need Wait, to play I, uh, Final Fantasy X too. It's
3: fucking selfie. I have Fantasy played Final Fantasy X I like it. Final Fantasy X too.
2: I actually really want to play Final Fantasy X too.
3: It's a good game. It got a bad rap when it came out. Because it's not I want to play Final Fantasy X as well. 10 is a bad game in my opinion. But 10 2 is fine. It's not like great. What? I don't like (laughs) Final Fantasy X. 10 10 is a bad game, but 10-2 is great. You know why 10-2 is good? I didn't say great. I said good. You know why 10-2 is good? Because it doesn't have Tetis in it.
1: Okay. I mean like it's got like it's like the closest to like a magical girl game.
2: See,
0: that's
1: like, why I, sp- I, I want to play it does it have I a sphere it?
2: like,
3: no it's got a dress dress, dress, sphere, yeah, dress you, you spheres dresses and, and like, then you turn into different classes in the middle of battle one of the, super one cool. of the classes is a pop star isn't it yes and
2: yes. so that's why I want to play this game all right,
0: that sounds alright
3: <laughs> it's, it's, uh, again I don't want to say that we're great because it's not a great game that aspect of that good game is great
1: the opening cinematic oh. is fucking baller uh, yes amazing Yes. Anyway, anyway, I enjoy
2: anyway, anyway Hearts, yeah, I'm yo. excited to play for that. And just quick uh, aside of the other thing I've just started playing is I've just started playing War Groove, which is Oh,
3: looks so good. And Ugh. it's really
2: I I am still just mostly in the like kind of tutorial level, so I can't really talk a lot about it um, beyond the aesthetic is really really great. It's really beautiful pixel art um, and it is a spiritual successor to, uh, advanced wars. So if people,
1: what what is the groove force. part
3: of it is like music based or
2: no, not as far as I can see.
1: It's
3: just advanced wars. Not just like in a pejorative way.
2: But like no, it is yeah. very much like like it, the the like once you start playing it you're like oh yeah the mechanics are extremely advanced yeah, like, right but like i mean even, i watched it i
1: watched a trailer and i knew what the mechanics were like because it is very much like that kind of like advanced yeah. force type game but i don't,
2: I don't know, you know. i haven't i haven't run into anything <laughs> like that yet um there's one of the commanders is a dog okay you gotta play it <laughs>
3: All right. I'm definitely going to play it at some point. I just don't have time to play it right now. Oh, for
2: sure. Yeah, I I I've just been actually really wanting to have the tactics game on my uh Switch. So I'm really I was really excited. Like uh I've I've played some of uh, I, I mean I've been playing uh Mario plus rapids, but I've like, like, it doesn't quite fit that same itch that like mm-hmm. uh fire emblem and the yeah. Advance wars does. Fire,
3: fire emblem and Advance wars kind of split the difference between what I would call tactics and strategy. Um, in that like into the breach is very much a tactics game. And like yeah. XCOM is very much a tactics game. Cause the tactical portions are played under over like a sort of short period of time on smaller maps. Um, yeah. So the possibility space is a little bit smaller. Whereas like, a game like Advance wars, it's the kind of game that like you could set up a big battle and then actually play it in two sittings, you know, like mm-hmm. it, that's more, it's more of a strategic thing about having to think about how your individual decisions are going to manifest over the course of the entire scenario. Sure. Um, which, so I would call it more strategy than tactics almost, whereas rabbit Mario plus rabbits is more like a tactics game because you're yeah. making a moment to moment decision of like, like I need to see if this person can kill this person. And I don't know, it seems like with fire, whenever I, when I've played fire emblem now, having played one and a half fire emblem games through to completion, I never commit to an attack unless I know I can kill someone Mm. because, or never is a strong word, but largely I'm knowing you're, you're making decisions that are like going to affect kind of the longer turn of the battle rather than just like, I need to kill these four enemies, you know?
2: Yeah. I feel like there's a little bit of both. Um, with like all of the games that I've mentioned, but yeah, where it's like, there's certain like moment to moment where you need to make sure that things are going great. But then there's also the overarching
3: mm-hmm.
2: like, okay, I'm going to move these people. Cause there's reinforcements coming over here. So I need to protect this
3: village. Right, and here. I would, I would characterize that as strategy more than tactics. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. I think there's a, but I think there's a little bit of both. Um, with this, but it but it seems like it's really fun. It, it's it the art is really gorgeous and the, the gameplay itself feels good so far, and it is uh, it's very fun so far. So I'm really excited to get more time into it. But like I said, I've only played a few levels, so I can't really talk much more about it. But cool. I'm glad that like I I, I have a very strong uh, affinity for games like this, so I'm very excited that. It seems to be doing well and
3: Yeah. It looks really nice. cool. I'm kind of bummed that yet as yet there is still not a true Advanced Wars successor in the sense that um, not taking anything away from this game because they wanted to make right. a fantasy game, but I, I part of what I like about Advanced Wars is the way that it has the kind of like anime tanks and bombers and yeah, and like like little infantry guys and stuff. Like there's something about this specific aesthetic of a semi modern warfare game that is also a anime tactic strategy game um with children (laughs) yeah i mean don't get me wrong there's weird there's weird bits but yeah
2: Yeah, and this is definitely very fantasy but and so i definitely understand that but uh it, it is like playing the combat like for example the basic uh like if your unit takes damage, it does less damage type of thing. Like, yeah, yeah. That it, 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 it has that mechanically, but yeah, the yes, but the setting is different. Absolutely.
3: Which is fine. That's not an, it's not an indictment of this game. Cause this game is the game that they wanted to make and they wanted to make a game with swords. So that's fine.
2: Yeah. But it's, but it's very nice. And I'm really, um, personally glad that it is, it is that pixel art because, uh, I got started with this playing, uh, Fire Emblem on Game Boy Advance back in the day, so I I still kind of have that affection for uh, strategy tactics games with pixel art.
3: Sure, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I would be fine if the new Fire Emblem game was just like super, 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 super pretty, really, really, really well done pixel art instead of the. I kind of like that better. (laughs)
0: Like, what if it was was like Octopath Travel?
3: Yeah, right. Exactly. i just <laughs> killed allison i'm so sorry no i think but i don't i don't i, I think with
2: fire Embers no i makes
3: i don't think they'll
2: i don't think they'll do that i, I do think no
3: they've already I, shown they showed footage like not gameplay footage but they showed right. that like little teaser thing right like it is a 3d game for sure
2: yeah and, and, and to be fair i i do think that some of the reason uh Fire Emblem games do look very good and um, they do a good job with things like character design that make it like not a terrible thing, but I just do have that affection for that style of pixel art. Totally. And granted that's also just because I love the game boy advance a lot. So. Mm
1: -hmm. All right. Well, I still want to know why it's called Wargroove and is not about music. You know,
2: I will let you know if it come, if that makes any more sense while I play it. Okay. I'll probably play more of it tonight.
1: Like the Kingdom of Groove uh, Groovy, Groovy. I haven't gotten to that, no. Uh, anyway. All right, Pat. We have, we have talked long. We have talked hard, but we have not talked about whatever it is that you've brought. <laughs> uh,
3: so I spent the most of my time continuing to play The Witcher 3. Uh, that game is really big and long. Uh, and it is extremely good, but um, I'm definitely feeling the like wow, this game is long kind of kind of <laughs> <laughs> wait at being about 72, say, no, I'm like 75 hours in now, and um, I know that I first I, playthrough wrapped up around 120. Yeah, that's what I'm expecting, so like it's definitely weighty um but it's not a criticism it's extremely good i'm in skelegan now and and like the change in the environment and like even things down to like the change in like the facial structure of the npcs and stuff is cool that that's so different their accents are totally different just a totally different vibe all around and that game is so it's so cool the way it kind of jumps between each story feeling like a very distinct kind of style of storytelling even while remaining cohesive like Velen is very emotionally heavy and kind of like you know affecting and weird and 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 stuff and then you get to Novograd and Novograd's like like a, like a guy Ritchie movie or something like it's a bunch of like people like wanting to pull jobs on each other and and then like fascist assholes that are like murdering people and you know you kind of like the 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 way that you enter in insert yourself into that conflict is really cool and then scalaga is like totally like different mystical kind of weird stuff happening uh so i don't know i'm very into it and i'm gonna see it through to the end part of the reason it's taking so long is i'm doing pretty much everything i'm not like forcing myself to get a 100 completion on the game but I've visited every point of interest on the map in Belen and Novigrad and done every side quest that I've found um, every contract and treasure hunt that I've found and stuff. So I've been wringing everything out of it. Uh, but the stuff that I, the other stuff that is um, kind of newer, uh, um I, well, f- I guess I'll first say uh, I started doing my own series of videos on our channel with a title called uh, Sunless Skies that just released. Um, has anyone here played Sunless Sea before? No.
2: I've I I have been meaning to for a long time. Me too. Okay. I actually think that
3: all of you would like it <laughs> to, for different reasons and to varying degrees. But um the Sunless Skies and Sunless Sea are made by a company called Fail Better, a developer called Fail Better that is uh, really unique and interesting. Um, they kind of... Their games are kind of like... I usually like to use the term micro-narrative to describe them in that you, you, there's a lot of stories in those games, but I have not really ever encountered... And granted, I haven't like completed... I haven't won Sunless Sea, and you really can't win Fallen London, which is their other game. But it's a lot of um breadcrumbs to get you from really really interesting very short story to the next one like they're they're, and, and they're not necessarily super connected sometimes they are they can be but like fall in london is the most base level of that because it's a browser game so it's literally like you have these 10 options available to you you click into them And then they can have different outcomes based on your skill roles and your choices made during them, but they're all just text boxes on the screen. And it's a very pretty interface, so it's not like it's bad to look at, but it's like you you see like a person, a shady person on a street corner and you walk up and talk to them. And then that launches you on a, like it'll take you five to 10 minutes to read through everything and make all the choices and place with that section. And then you'll come out of it with like a mysterious diamond. And then it turns out somewhere else in the city, there's a place where you can go and talk to someone and they want a mysterious diamond. And then you do that story. And that's, it's, it's basically like you're getting different currencies for reading different things and then using those currencies to open up other story paths, but very, very, very simple, just menus with text boxes, um, fallen, uh, Summer some C is, um, a little more complex in that it introduces this kind of overworld where you're sailing a ship around and there's some resource management and combat associated with it. But, and that stuff is where the challenge comes in. But at the same time, um, it's much, it's really like, just don't go to the places where you'll probably die and you probably won't have horrible death from combat. The supplies thing is harder to manage. And that's the frustrating thing that is kind of tough to overcome. I definitely recommend reading some guides around it because there it's, sometimes it can feel like you set sail and you know, Sunless sea is a top-down 2d game. You set sail and then you sail South for 10 minutes and then you've used all of your supplies and you get to this rock and there's no supplies there. There's just a story about like, a bird that sits on the rock and it's a great little story, but then your game's fucked because you don't have any supplies left and your whole crew dies of starvation. And then you have to start over and that sucks. And that's, that's like the frustrating thing about their games is, or about that game in particular. Um, where, and so sunless skies is, uh, space game. Um, part of the whole thing that's weird about these games is they're, obviously they all share a universe. Um, fall in London, the concept is that the earth is hollow and that one day London fell through the earth and into the hollow earth and it fell into the ocean that is under the earth. That's called the Untersee. Um and so it's like this the planet is like a huge cavernous hole. Uh and not flat. No, no. It's <laughs> and and then like there's like squid people and mushroom people and um, and, and is, stuff, huh? Is this the game that has like mummies and shit? Totally. Yeah. 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 Okay. There's, there's like, there's like tomb people, like they die and then they turn into mummies and then you have to take them to a tomb community where all the dead people live. Right, right, right. It, it's a, it's a very weird setting that I happen to like quite a bit. Um, so Summer skies is, is the strangest by far because it's a game about sailing a locomotive among the stars.
2: Which okay. Like I
3: want to play very, this game. Yeah, no, it's, it's really cool, but it's also really weird. Like your, your ship is a train engine and the stars are not really like it a- happens to look quite a bit like sunless sea. It's just that there's rather than water below you, you can like see down kind of, and I don't, one of the struggles that I have with the series that I kind of turn my brain off to when I play them. Cause I think they're brilliant, frankly, um, overall is I don't know if there's obviously this massive world with all this lore in it, but I don't know if the lore is actually there or if it's just that they're throwing a lot of stuff at the wall and there's no real yeah. internal logic to any of it. And it's actually just, this is weird. Like you'll get, like, I, I, I started playing fall in London again, kind of like, uh, as an aside, just as something to like, cause you have a really nice mobile client now that runs in the browser. It's not even an app. So it's very easy to play and it's energy based, but in a pretty unintrusive way where you can just sort of stop for a few hours and let your energy recharge. So anyway, like I'm looking now, and like I have a companion in Fallen London that gives me plus three dangerous, plus eight watchful and plus two bizarre. These are two, these are skills that you roll sometimes. And it's, this companion is a blemigan tourist and it reads this mushroom enjoys leisurely excursions, one with a sensible itinerary and plenty of stops for cake. It's literally like, a small thing. mushroom person with like a little hand that it uses to like eat and drink and stuff. And it talks, but like, do they have any concept of what that mushroom society is like, or did they just write that as a weird little goofy thing to go into the game? That's sort of the yeah. thing that I, I have to sort of turn my mind off to because really if there isn't some, like if someone at fail hasn't thought out what that, community is like and what that world is like, I lose a lot of interest because there needs to be that kind of depth to me and not just like, cause like I can say, Oh, this is a, a half dog, half frog person that talks occasionally, but it only says these six words and their whole society is based around that. Isn't that odd and show it to you and then quickly show you something else.
2: Like, I, I want to buy that stuffed animal. <laughs>
3: yeah. But if it's just stream of consciousness and stuff like that, that's a little more frustrating to me, but what they do very well with sunless sea and sunless skies is it feels like that's not the case and that there is more to it. And that because you can explore this physical world and you can go to the island where the blemigan tourists are from. And that's where Mm -hmm. it kind of has a leg up on fallen London, but Mm -hmm. it still sometimes is a little bit hard to know for sure how much internal logic is there. And that's, most present in sunless skies because I have no idea how they got to the part where they're flying train engines around in space. So like there's no, there's not that connection. So I don't know that part of it is not really one that bothers me, but it's something to keep in mind. If it's, if it's a game that sounds interesting to you is that I I don't want to sell it as like, like, weird mass effect or something like it. it's not (laughs) it doesn't have that same kind of point a to point b to point c that uh that other games have but that said it is an extraordinarily written game i only played i've only played uh, a little bit of it um which you can check out on our youtube in the video but uh, but but the writing is the writing is really really good um and uh it's, it seems to be their best yet in terms of writing. And then in terms of gameplay, that's the other thing that this game it makes it easier to recommend. It's very fun to play in a different way than Sunless Sea. Sunless Sea always felt to me like the, the management and sailing layer was fine. Um, but it was really just sort of a thing that was in the way between you seeing the different stories. Um, whereas in Sunless Skies, it's a totally different control mechanism, even though it looks very similar. You're like holding down the and D keys to float your ship around, and it feels more like some kind of shooter, kind of like a top-down shooter, than Sunless Sea, which felt more like a like a a little simier, uh, if that makes any sense. Because in, in Sunless Sea, you're like setting your speed, and then like firing your cannons off each side and stuff. Whereas in in Sunless Skies, you're you're like using Q and E to dodge left and right, and clicking the mouse to fire uh, cannon shots in front of you and stuff. So it's, it seems very cool. And it's also a huge game. So for like 20 bucks, it's a pretty massive game. As I understand it, it has roguelite elements. When your character dies, when you first start in your game, you can set it to, um, legacy mode or easy mode. Basically easy mode lets you reload and auto save when you die. Whereas legacy mode, your captain actually dies and you have to Mm -hmm. start a new one. But, certain elements of progress that you made carry over to the new character uh so it has that sort of roguelite elements to it and um i think it's a really really cool and really unique game um so i would recommend that to people or just watch me play it for a bit i probably won't try to like finish it or anything uh in those videos i probably will try to play to one there's multiple endings um like based on different goals that you set for yourself uh, so you can basically retire a captain once you've reached their ambition. Um, so I probably will try to play through to a captain's ambition closing, but I don't intend to play everything in that game for the the YouTube channel. Uh,
2: yeah. Um, does it tell stories similar to how fallen London does? I mean, yes. I, I haven't played fallen London in a thousand years. Like I played it uh, like I just looked it up and apparently it launched in 2009. And I think mm-hmm. that's when I played it. So, uh, is it how similar is it like storytelling wise
3: very 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 similar Um, because i
2: liked it but the one thing that was kind of annoying was that at the i don't know if they changed it at all but at the time there was like you know very specific stuff you had to like you can only do a certain amount each day and i got kind of
3: so that's yeah that's more of a that's sort of fallen london's free to playness right uh, is is it's built around And I think they've shifted that model over time, but currently fall in London, you have like 20 energy points and you spend an energy point to like initiate a story, basically. Yeah. Um, so so it, in in that's totally different in Sunless Skies because it's a game you buy for 20 right. bucks. And, right, so, yeah. play and like- so
2: and so I'm wondering if I might actually enjoy Sunless uh and then sunless skies just because like I really did like the setting a lot, but I just got kind of like, okay, I I'd like to get more of the story in the. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. The the thing that I never found in Sunless Sea, and I maybe just didn't play it enough, but it didn't present itself after you know five or six hours in a playthrough of time. And I don't know that Sunless Skies will either. Is that there really isn't a point like game start to game finish kind of narrative? It's mm-hmm. it's much more little things as you kind of continue to survive. You encounter all of these little stories. Um, but uh, but I like that a lot. I think it's a neat system um for for storytelling. And the world is super unique and inventive and intelligent. One of the things I talked about on the, in the in the video a little bit, um it's a kind of setting. It's like a Victorian vaguely steampunky kind of uh there's Eldritchy cosmic stuff going on. Um, there's like, you know, like I said, mushroom people, squid people, that kind of stuff. The thing though is I usually think I, I tend to really enjoy those settings and that kind of writing, but I also think it's pretty bad. Most of the time, I don't really like to use the term guilty pleasure. Cause I don't feel guilty about liking bad things sometimes, but like usually that setting and that genre of sort of Victorian kind of cutesy steampunk stuff, I don't think is of a very high quality. Um, this is an exception to that. I think that they're so good at writing that they overcome and actually make that genre viable, even to people who maybe wouldn't be into it initially because they don't like the idea of a gentlemanly mushroom person. Um, so, uh, so I I definitely recommend it. Um, The gentle men, not gentle shrooms. the, The other thing I wanted to touch on like briefly is that like, uh, I have had one of the most frustrating transformations in terms of my enjoyment of digital card games in the past two weeks. Uh I think I talked about magic arena a little bit a while ago, but like that game is so much better than all, like any other digital card game that I've played. And it's so bad to say that because artifact just came out and I still think artifacts a great game. And I was championing that game really hard. I still think it's a really good game, but not hard enough, obviously apparently. And, and I'm part of the problem. Cause I haven't been playing much end of any artifacts. And I've been playing a lot of magic arena, uh, <laughs> but it's a, it's a really outstanding game. If anyone listening has ever considered like wanting to get into magic, but the people at the game store have intimidated you as they often do. Cause a lot of people who play magic kind of suck. Uh, definitely give magic arena a try. I think I I think I've spent like a total of like $25 on it, maybe a little bit more. And I have like almost a complete set of one of the six sets in the rotation, as well as a huge chunk of cards from the other sets. It's just a, the value in it is really incredible so much so that like, I was kind of like, um, I'll play this game, but I'm definitely not going to play any physical magic. And then one of my friends was like, yeah, but we play commander sometimes. So I went out and bought a commander deck. <laughs> <And> <laughs> so now I, I, I have a commander deck to play some commander stuff. I picked up like a deck building toolkit to like have lands for in case I want to go play some sealed play at some point in the store near me. Um, because arena is just like so accessible and affordable to play that it actually doesn't feel bad at all to also play physical magic here and there. Um, and it's a really great com- compliment if like, you want to go to play Friday night magic with your friends or something, which is where you're playing sealed games where you don't really need $300 deck coming in or whatever. Um, and in arena, those cards are a lot easier to get and less expensive. So I kind of view it as like, I'll probably play some sealed and casual stuff with friends and actually try to be good at magic in arena where it's cheaper. So it's a really good game and I pity any other Trading card game, digital trading card games that were in development. Because
1: okay, I mean, do the trading card game to try to go up against Magic: The Gathering Online.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, uh, what, what is Artifact's um, player base at now? Who knows? A couple hundred. Oh, that's depressing. Uh,
1: yeah, I probably maybe at the rate it was going before. Yeah. Um, and then that rumor that Richard Garfield is out at Valve. Oh, that's that not a it? rumor okay
3: he is officially yeah. I, don't, I don't i mean yeah that. that that's kind of a i mean that's, that was yeah. going to happen either way yeah he, he was, was probably on contract yeah he was never permanent probably. yeah but you
1: know i wonder if they would have had him stick around had things been going different with the game or you know
3: what their plan is from here it's possible he created magic the gathering and he hasn't yeah, worked at yeah. for quite some time yeah. um he's not really a guy who seems that into he seems to like to design the mechanics of games. Yeah. He doesn't seem that into creating content for them once they're, yeah. once he's developed a rule set. Um, yeah, not that he it's hasn't right. gone back. He has gone back to Watsi at times to put new concepts together. Um,
1: yeah. but that seems like a quick, like the game came out, like did like the short beta right before it launched and then came out, had kind of positive reaction to like the mechanical aspect. And then the, right. the The monetary stuff kind of threw people off, but it sounded like it actually maybe wasn't that bad, but people were freaking out at the start. So that kind of made it bad. Yeah. Like the prices have like dropped tremendously since it came out on like cards and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I, but I wonder if like things have been going well, if he had might've stuck around to kind of like fine tune it.
3: Yeah. That's a strong characterization of the what's working and what isn't working. Yeah. That's a strong characterization of like the way that it went to like, I still think artifact is a really, 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 really well designed game. I think it's quite good. Um, it just so happens that, you know, all along I've said, Oh, it's one of the best three card games I've played alongside uh, magic and Netrunner, And it turns out that like, there is a magic that is perfect now digitally uh so it's hard to argue with that um sure uh i don't know what would happen if they also put out a digital version of netrunner like in the next two weeks i'd just be uh, uh well you're gonna have to wait for cyberpunk come no. <laughs> no kidding <laughs>
1: uh well okay i think we're gonna wrap up in just a minute here but i do have a quick story from nintendolife.com that says, according to Wall Street Journal's Takashi Mochizuki, who is based in Tokyo, Nintendo has at least one unannounced title for Switch planned for the next fiscal year starting in April.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's one fans would be delighted to know about.
2: Oh, yeah. I saw that.
1: What, what game do you think this is? Pikmin. Pikmin? Okay.
3: I think it's Pikmin, because there's already an Animal Crossing announced, right? Sure,
1: yeah. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: It's Pikmin.
0: Alex? I'd have to think about it a little bit. Okay. I, I didn't hear that news, so I didn't get it prepped this. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no. I just didn't a- either.
3: I'm just, assuming, I'm just rifling through my head. Pik- Pikmin is a safe, like safe bet.
1: A Nintendo game. An unannounced game from Nintendo that fans would be delighted to know about.
0: Probably not another ARMS. <laughs> If delighted, I was to guess.
3: delighted, I think it's either Pikmin or, or like some weird, like out of the blue, hey, we're making another Zelda or something like that. That's that it's either something really awesome, the yeah, making now. another Zelda though. I mean, have <laughs> they announced that?
2: Uh, I just know that there's like stuff where they're getting people to go to, like, I saw an article talking about it. So, I okay, don't know.
1: well, well, since Alex and Allison refused to answer the question posed by the
3: jury, uh. <laughs>
2: I'll just say Mother 3 because why not?
3: Oh, no. Yeah, you're right, Allison. They they confirmed a Breath of the Wild sequel. Uh, yeah. Oh, I didn't I mean, I, I, like it would probably do investors or something. Does that count as uh like Switch fans, outcome? I'm reading an Express article. Switch fans have been treated to some fantastic news. Next Legend of Zelda game has been confirmed by Nintendo, who's hiring more staff for the projects. No, well, of course. All
0: right. That doesn't count. I mean, as it's early
3: out. on. Yeah, uh, I, I doubt that's... I mean,
1: it could be this year. And, like hurt this fiscal year I guess but
0: if I need uh, to make a guess I'm just gonna say duck hunt <laughs> <laughs> you know
1: it it could happen there's that technology to make light guns work on on lcds now yeah uh okay I've got two which one which one do you want first uh one of them yeah which yeah. one is, <laughs> by the way, hold on. I'm trying to think of how to the good uh, one okay do what you, do you want do you want then like Nintendo franchise game or the one where I think like oh they're paying for development on this
2: let's do the Nintendo franchise game
1: Steel Diver
3: No, that would be so awful. <laughs> be great, be delighted, no. I don't think anyone would be delighted. That would it. be such a Nintendo move.
2: It but... would be a Nintendo move, but I feel like since there's like outside people saying fans are going to be delighted, I don't know.
1: I think yeah. that's the way
3: Nintendo is describing it, though. Not. Oh,
0: they, they also I said think. people would be delighted by that Kid Icarus thing.
3: Yeah, maybe it's a new Kid Icarus game. Maybe that's the kid, oh the code. God. Hopefully
1: not. Okay. Okay. Here's here's, here's, my, here's my here's my like sincere hope. I yeah hope that they they're gonna pay for this beautiful joe three <laughs> that'd be neat
2: andre please i don't like those <laughs> games what
1: they've got style they do they do style. have
3: pat, style
2: pat do we need to like talk about this because <laughs> you push not right thing.
3: and then you push buttons to punch people and then you keep going
2: that's, a, that's so many games There's i don't so like any games, so games like
3: that, that. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Castlevania, that's the only game like that that I like. You don't even go backwards in Beautiful Joe. You go the right don't. all the time. It's pretty rare that you go backwards. And granted, I didn't play You've, Beautiful Joe too. You've upset I awesome. like Beautiful Joe. I'm sorry. I just, everyone, I just, else I just, everyone, everyone just, should, you, love, the I was everyone oh should no. love the
2: game. I'm just disappointed. Everyone should
3: love the game. I'm not saying Beautiful Joe shouldn't exist. I'm just saying I thought it was really boring when I played it. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I yeah, play games there. about space trucking that you guys think would suck. <laughs> so that's, that's, I think I lot to be bored by a beautiful That How is beautiful Joe boring, though? Because you have the time
2: shenanigans. What
1: if, it's, what, some people are just wrong. It's OK. What if it
0: was a new Zo- zombies ate my neighbors?
1: That'd be cool. Never, I like that game. I know nothing about zombies ate my neighbors, but uh, all right. Well, you heard it here first. Steel Diver, Zombies Ate My Neighbors, Pikmin, and Mother 3.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: I they know it's not going to happen, but, you know, i be like putting in out... In fiscal
1: mid- year 2019 from Nintendo for the Switch. But uh, weirdly, Mother 3 is only on the 3DS.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's actually a very Nintendo movie.
1: God. Uh, well, that is going to do it for us today on this episode 55 of Gaming Fix... I've been your host, Andre Cole. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at CoolSlaw, C-O-O-L-S-L-4-W. Alex, where can people find you?
0: Pornhub at CoolSlaw, C-O-O-L-S-L-4-W. Got him, Allison.
2: (laughs) You can find me on Twitter at W-R-I-T-E-R-S-E-R-E-N-Y-T-Y. And on Twitch at Happy Beeps here. I still
1: always think it's Happy Beeps.
2: I know you do, but it's not what it is. (laughs)
1: And B-E-E-P-S-H-E-R-E. Uh Pat.
3: Yeah. You can find me at Chester P C all over the place.
1: All right. And you can find uh, this podcast at fix.space online hosted there or on iTunes where you can leave us a leave us a review, uh, which would be appreciated. Now, actually working on Google Play, which I found out was not working for quite some time, basically for the past, like, Year. 50 episodes, <laughs> which no one told us. Like, so uh, who knows? Seriously. Come on. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else? Where else? Uh, Stitcher. I uh, Spotify. Uh, wherever fine podcasts are sold. There's also, like, an RSS feed or something, probably. Maybe. I don't even oh, know. Yeah.
0: When you get crawlers Someone search probably, for the podcast. Someone probably it has it on a torrent site somewhere.
2: Find <laughs> uh, it on your favorite torrent site. Demonoid. Not torrent, anything. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Waffles.fm. Yeah, um,
1: all your
0: favorite private trackers.
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh, and you can actually find uh, some gameplay videos that we've been uploading. I've got a Let's Play of Kingdom Hearts 3 uh, on our YouTube channel. Uh, if you search "gaming fix" on YouTube, uh, leave us a like, comment, subscribe, uh, so you can keep up to date with all that. And Pat is doing "Sunless Skies" as well. I don't know what his schedule for that is going to be. Probably, I've been kind of doing okay. I've been kind of doing an episode a day. Uh, I think I've got about six hour long episodes, and then I'm I cut it down to about thirty minutes around episode seven or eight. So uh, those will be a little more digestible for you.
3: I spent a lot of time this morning getting it all hooked, like getting it all mm-hmm. in a place where I can just hit it and go. Um, exactly, so I'll yeah. start recording two or three episodes per weekend morning so that I can mm-hmm. kind of put them out over the course of yeah. more.
1: All right. Well, if you head over to YouTube, you can get subscribed to that and keep up to date with uh, the games we're playing. And hopefully we'll kind of start to diversify our uh, video content in the future. We'll see.
0: We will diversify our portfolio for you.
1: Yes. For you, the viewer, the content, <laughs> consumer, hashtag content. Uh, so thanks for joining us and that's going to do it. See you next week or on the YouTube or whatever this afternoon or whatever. I don't know.
2: Whenever you, whenever you like to listen mm-hmm. to the podcast, head over to Facebook, fix podcasts on
3: Facebook. <laughs> oh my and God. Like that's that's true.
1: True. Okay.
2: <laughs>
1: and Twitter.
3: That. And no. you know, oh, just, God. Uh, hey, Hey, grow so your personal brand earlier today. That was good. Uh, anyway. Oh my
0: god, he had so many zippers on his hat.
3: <laughs> okay. We'll talk about the zippers later. There's going to be the a lot of zipper talk of the this. Oh
0: the episode
2: is there. so many <laughs> zippers on his hat.
3: It's yeah. going to be 2019 is the year of the zipper on fixed podcasts. Oh man. Oh. Oh, I didn't wear a zipper today. Wait, have
0: you ever ridden on. the zipper?
1: No. Yes. No, I will not. It's
0: not very good.
1: Okay. Well, on that <laughs> on that enlightening note
2: Goodbye, everybody. Bye,
0: everyone. Bye. Bye.